Welcome to the Exercising Depression podcast and YouTube channel. My name is Claire, your host, and today it's going to be the part two of Isolation and Depression, How to Cope. If you hear any noises that are cat-like or even not cat-like, they're probably her. Um, she insists on being in this room with me. If I come in here and shut the door to record, she scratches and howls at the door and won't let me be restful <laughs> until I let her in. So, um, yes. I d- I'm just going to shoot like from now on, just, just assume she's in the room with me unless I say so. So, yeah, this is going to be uh, part two of what I did last week. Uh, now, I did mention that I might be doing more than one episode a week. Um, not 100% sure if that's actually going to work now. Uh, unfortunately, um, I didn't think. <laughs> but there are five people in this house now who are in lockdown. And some of us are still having to work from home. Uh, and some of us have um, extracurricular activities that involve singing and noise making and that kind of thing so um, sort of syncing our schedules together so that um, I have time and peace and quiet to record my podcast but also peace and quiet and time to record my vlogs as well for my day job Um, plus people in the house who have extra things like I said that include singing Um, my husband is doing live um, live lessons he's a teacher and I don't know if my schedule is going to allow me to be able to do two a week. Um, I will do two a week whenever possible because um, I'm going to enjoy doing them. But um, yes, so this is going out on a Friday, on Friday as, as planned. Um, so yeah, I'll keep you updated if you guys are interested um, in me doing more than one episode. Um, so yeah, this is the part two from what I'd said last week. Last week um, it was isolation, depression, how to cope, and I focused more on physical things that you can do, um, basically to stop yourself from sort of going a bit stir crazy, uh, but also how you can cope with working from home, uh, all that kind of thing. Uh, this week I'm going to focus more on mental health. Um, I'm in no way an expert when it comes to this, by the way. Um, I'm just going to be sharing what it is that I'm doing um, to help with my own mental health um, during this lockdown, during this isolation, during this quite frankly scary time at the moment. Um, and I'm just going to share what I do so that you know if you get if you guys get anything out of it, or if it helps somebody, that's great for me <laughs> uh, and for you, obviously. Um, first of all, how my week's gone. Um, it's not going to say bad this week, whereas we're in the second week of lockdown now, um, and it's first week seemed to last forever. I swear, the first week lasted like a month. <laughs> um, we're very much into this week now. Um, things are very much the same um, on lockdown. My husband and I went shopping yesterday, um, as in we did our food shop, uh, which we do once a week, and it was a real eye opener. It really was. Um, we went to two shops, two department um, supermarkets, um, at Aldi and to Morrison's, 
I went to Aldi, had to wait outside for about 15 minutes, two metres apart from everybody. And it, they were doing sort of, whenever one go, one person leaves the shop, they let somebody else in. Um, and there were markers on the ground for us to stay away from each other. Um, I had my gloves on, I did have a face gaiter as well, just in case, because a couple of people did get quite close to me, so I, I put that on. Um, and then my husband, because there's some things that we get in Aldi, some things we, um, that you can't get in Aldi that we needed, unfortunately. <laughs> so um, we did need to go to both, unfortunately, which was a bit annoying, but... You, you know, you've got to do what you got to do, I'm afraid. Um, and he was maybe waiting outside for maybe about half an hour. Um, but there's people who are running the, the supermarkets and, and doing all this, are doing such a great job. So if there's anybody listening that does that, like, thank you. Um, and I, I know that it's your job, but um, everyone seems to be working and seems to be in a really good mood uh, and seems to be very good at keeping everyone else calm. And so, yeah, thank you. Um, really appreciate everything that everyone's doing um, and that was a bit anxiety inducing actually especially when I was in the shop yesterday I uh, saw sort of like a, a heightened sense of anxiety I'm not I can't quite put my finger on exactly why it was um, but I just was anxious um, perpetually um, my husband said when he was back in the car he said is this what it's like to be you just constantly anxious <laughs> and I said well yeah kind of um, and yeah, I mean, it, I was fine when I got home. I'd, I'm just I'm anxious because obviously I don't want to get sick um, for myself. Obviously I don't want to get sick or bring anything into the house because of my father-in-law who is type 1 diabetic. Um, and I just want all this to sort of go away, as we all do. We, we all want this to just go away and everything to be better and we can get back to our lives and, and stuff. So, um, yeah, so sorry, I'll get on. Get on with what I was going to talk about. Um, mental health is something that you should be looking after just as much as your physical health. Um, I know that the risk to your physical health is more of a big thing at the moment with the coronavirus and COVID-19. Uh, and everyone should be taking the steps to make sure that they are looking after themselves in that way. You know, social distancing and only going out if you absolutely have to. Um keeping exercise I mean keeping fit is going to help you with your immune system and help you you know feel better but also um, keep yourself healthy so that's really important but mental health is I think just as important um, it's going to be quite trying these next few weeks or months um, and those of us who do suffer unfortunately with mental health problems are going to probably experience an influx of a sort of um, high concentrate of, of what we have to deal with every day anyway just because there are certain things we can't do to alleviate certain things um except for example um when i get particularly bad when I, my depression gets particularly bad my intrusive thoughts my anxiety even um i take real solace in going to the gym um i've mentioned it on my podcast before um that when i go to the gym it's like i leave all my mental health problems at the door um because I'm so focused on what I, I'm doing at the gym, especially when I'm training, um, my brain just doesn't think about all the other things that I'm constantly worried about or thinking about or, you know, intrusive thoughts. When, when I'm outside of the gym, it's like it's like a physical barrier um, and that's a huge help for me. It's something that 
Um, I genuinely use to cope every day with having mental health problems. Um, it's the reason that I started this podcast was to talk about exercise and how I use it for um, helping with my mental health. Um, and that's something I've lost personally. Um, I know other people that do the same thing, um, but there are you know other things that people do to help with their mental health. Uh, you know, going out, going to see friends, going to see family, going to quiet places, going walking. Um, and for the most part, you can still sort of do the walking thing, but um, if you're paying any any attention to the news or whatever, um, a lot of people are driving to places to go for a walk. So like near me, like the Peak District, the Lake District, Trafford Boland, all that, and um, that's not really what the government are saying you should be doing because there's high influx of people going there, um, which is sort of making social distancing a bit null and void. As beautiful as these places are, um, I don't think that's what I want women to be doing. Um, though I miss going to Trafford Boland and to Beacon Fell. Um, if you've never heard of it, just Google it. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. It's not too far from where I live and love going there with my husband. Um, but yeah, losing these things are going to like, take a real toll on us. Um, of Those of us who do suffer with mental health problems and even people who don't gen- generally, day to day, suffer with mental health problems. Um, I can imagine um, these next few weeks or months with, with social distancing and the lockdown are going to cause a lot of people to experience depression, um, anxiety, especially with the news, um, you know, loneliness. Like, these things are really powerful things and they, they can do real damage to us. So I think it's in our own um, personal interest, personal, you know, um, effect. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but for us to look after our mental health, even if we're people, like I said, even if you're somebody that doesn't normally suffer with mental health problems, looking after your mental health at this time is going to be very, very important. So here's a few things that I'm doing to look after my mental health. I mentioned in my last one, I was doing things like doing the gym outside with my husband, out in our garden, that kind of thing. But what I'm doing mentally, um, Communication is one that is a really, really huge one, and it sounds so simple, but for whatever reason, some people might find it quite difficult, whether it's the communication itself is nerve-wracking or anxiety-inducing, or you just don't have those people to talk to. Um, it's It can be hard, but unfortunately, not unfortunately, no, that's the wrong word, <laughs> but communication is something that's going to be very, very beneficial to you if you can indeed use it, um, even in a small sense. So uh, my friends and my family, we've set up um, video call uh, accounts on things like Zoom, um, WhatsApp, Microsoft, what's it called? Google, Microsoft, Teams, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but there's loads of things like that out there, like... I've already had a, a conference call with my family. Um, we had that on Saturday, and that was really, really fun. Um, just talk, talking to people on the phone is fantastic, and if you can do that, then really do utilise that. Um, there's something about talking to somebody face-to-face, even if it's on the screen. It's just a bit more... You just feel like there's a bit more of a connection. Um with whoever it is you're talking to and it can make a real difference it certainly does with me um i don't mind talking on the phone to people it's fine um but i do find myself getting a bit more agitated if i'm on the phone to someone because um i have no visual cues um that's why a lot of people when they on the phone they walk around or they do something 
Um, because in conversation, we usually um, respond to, to uh, visual cues. Um, and obviously on the phone, you can't do that. So that's why these um, these videoing, messaging, uh, conference call um, things uh, are just so great. Um, obviously, um, if you do have someone you can talk to uh, on a regular basis, I do, I have my family, I have my friends. Um, if you are struggling with your mental health and you have these people to talk to, I urge you to talk to them, to use them. Uh, even if you're worried that maybe they think like they're getting annoyed at you or they don't want to talk to you or they don't really want to hear from you or they find like I said they find you annoying if you genuinely think that or you believe that I I urge you to challenge that or at least communicate with the person to to have a to sort of clear that out like you know you could be you know not talking to somebody because you're afraid that you're annoying them and they they're wanting you to talk to them because they know that you struggle um, so, you know, if you say to someone, you know, I'm going to be probably a little bit more <laughs> needy or, 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 or whatever, is that okay? Please be honest with me. If you need a break from me, please let me know, that kind of thing. Communication is going to be very, very important in these times. Um, and, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, it's really the only way that we can genuinely, actually, physically <laughs> talk to people at the moment. Um... So just keep lines of communication open. If you're having a bad day, let people know. Um, so if they don't hear from you for the day or whatever, um, just let them know. You know, just send them a text message or an email or um, a WhatsApp message or something. Saying I'm having a bit of a bad day. Don't really want to talk. Uh, I'll check in with you next. I'll check in with you tomorrow or whatever. Um, just let people know where you are, how you are, how you're doing. Um, it stops people worrying. It stops people sort of sensationalising what's going on with you in, in their head. Um, I'm quite lucky in that it's been a couple of years now that I started being a lot more open with my family about my mental health problems. Um, I spent the longest time being very, very guarded. And I said that this past few years, I decided to be more open. And I talked to my my parents, I talked to my sisters, talked to my friends about my mental health problems on a regular basis. Um, and that's helped me, it's helped them understand me but also that you know they don't worry as much because they know if there's something genuinely wrong that um I, I'll, I'll tell them now if you don't have people um if you physically don't have people to talk to um you don't have close friends that have family use the internet um i'm gonna i mentioned reddit in my last my last blog uh podcast or whatever um and i know that reddit has a, a bit of a mm, questionable um a reputation but um i'll list i'm gonna list some in my in my blog that um accompanies this episode but there are some really good uh, support networks on places like reddit tumblr if that's still a thing i never really got into it i'm not really sure what if it's still a thing but i've i've certainly found reddit a really great place for finding support networks um Obviously, there's a lot of subreddits I subscribe to that are funny, like cat ones, ones to do with games, books, films, that kind of thing. But there are a few that I use to really help myself. Um, there's uh, the depression one, borderline personality disorder one, uh, asking advice forums, um, podcast exchange, which is great because I use that to um, find Sean, who was one of my guests. Um, he's from Mindfulness for Beginners. Go and check out his podcast. I'll leave a link in the description. Um, find him on there. Um, 
there's Ask Women Advice, there's anything that you can think of, pretty much there's a subreddit for it. And if it's something that you're looking for where you need support, um, there are some absolutely fantastic ones. And there are millions of people out there, like thousands, millions, whatever, um, on these subreddits, on, the, on Reddit in, in general, are, are there to talk to. Um, so if you don't have anyone really to talk to, I urge you to use Reddit or places like that. I mean, I'm not that savvy with stuff like this, so I don't know if there's somewhere that's better than Reddit. But if there are, use them. Um, I've used the depression one a lot. Um, just really useful things. And like I said, that there, there are people out there. There are people probably going to be in very similar situations to you who don't have people to talk to, who are lonely, who are feeling very isolated and who are struggling with this whole isolation, social distancing... Um, you might find someone to talk to. Uh, I hope that you do. I hope you do give it out. You go do go and try it out. Um, but yeah, uh, go go try that. Communicate. Communicate with people. Talk to people. Um, if you want to talk to me, uh, please do. I am. I'll. Um, I've got an email address. Exercisingdepressionpodcast at gmail dot com. I urge you to talk to me if you are alone and you just want to reach out to somebody. I'm also on social media. Um, I'll leave all the links to my Twitter and Instagram and stuff down below on the, in the description box and stuff. But just email me. I, you know, I, I'm in the same boat. I'm in social isolation. I social isolation, social distancing, <laughs> isolation, lockdown, all that. I'm in that too. So um, I would love to hear from you guys. So please do. Um, you know, I will do my best. Uh, like I said, I'm in no way a professional, but. Um, you know, I have experience in with mental health. I'm 33. I've experienced with mental health problems since I was 17 years old, maybe even earlier than that, I don't know. But um, I'll do the best I can. So, yeah, communication. <laughs> the next thing I kind of want to touch upon is um, not being afraid to reach out to professionals. Now, it's probably going to be a lot harder now um, than it usually is. I mean, it's it can be pretty hard anyway to get in contact with mental health professionals, but just because of what's going on at the moment, don't feel like you can't talk to people. Um, a lot of the things are NHS-based. Um, I know a few people who have regular therapists. Their therapy sessions have gone online or over the phone. Um, thankfully, thankfully uh, recently I stopped, uh, I ended um, a therapy session, EMDR. Um, there was a podcast about it a few weeks ago. Um, that came to a natural end and it really helped me out. So I'm not actively in therapy at the moment. Uh, probably will be in the, in the future somewhere, who knows. Um, who knows. But um, don't be afraid to reach out to people, especially if you are very much struggling, as in if you're really struggling um, and you feel like you can't go on and you're thinking things and you're planning things um, or you're... You're having very intrusive thoughts, um, anything. If you're really struggling with your mental health, don't be afraid to get in contact with the professionals. They're still there. Mental health professionals are still there, and they might be a little bit more busy at the moment. Um, and I know that going to the hospital, going to doctors, is not as easy as it usually is. But these people are still there to talk to you. So there's the NHS 111. Try not to use that if it's definitely not, if it's not an emergency. Um, you can go online. There are online places that you can that you can talk to professionals. Um, the NHS has a has a great sort of online therapy thing. Um, there are text lines that you can talk to. There's Samaritans. Um, I'll leave 
in the description box below I leave the numbers to all like sort of Samaritans, helplines, all those kinds of things for both England and America. Um, do use these do use these things, use them because that's why they're there. Um, and especially at the moment with the isolation, loneliness, it's not great for depression and other mental health problems, these things, and they're not going to mix well and they probably will eventually end up making things a little bit worse. Um, myself, at the moment, I'm not doing too bad um, with my mental health. I'm keeping myself busy. Um, I do have my husband around um, who is always quite good at keeping me on an even keel most of the time. Um, I don't know if I mentioned in the past, but I've certainly mentioned it in the blog that's going to accompany this, that I don't get stressed out immediately. Um, lots of little things sort of pile up on top of me and then suddenly something breaks and I become very stressed and very upset and I know when my mental health is slipping. Um, so, I mean, I'm not saying I definitely can predict these things always because obviously sometimes it happens when I least expect it. Um, I could feel certain things sort of pile on top of me a little bit at the moment. Um, I'm just keeping an eye on that. Uh, but at the same time I don't really know how to diffuse them so I don't know how I'll be next week I guess I'll just have to check in with, with you guys um, but yeah use professionals, use the services that are um, available to you like I said it might be slightly like more difficult to use them but they are there so you know do use them <laughs> you know don't be afraid don't think that because you're depressed or you're having suicidal thoughts that you you don't matter you do everybody matters um you, you do and you're worthy of being treated and looked after so don't feel like you're not do use them do reach out to people i can only urge you <laughs> as much as i can but um if i feel like i'm getting to that bad place i i will i will use them too i genuinely will so i hope i, I, hope I don't have to uh, I will. Another thing that I found really useful um, is having a routine in the day. Um, now I have a certain routine in the week um, with my work and other things. I'm a podcast um, and sticking to that routine or creating a routine for yourself is going to help you so much. Um, I was tempted this morning, even this morning, I was tempted. I got up and I was just like, I really don't want to get out of bed. I just want to stay in bed all day. I'm really kind of fed up. Um, and that's easier than than ever to do that, you know, especially if you're by yourself. But if you establish it or establish or create a routine um, that you have or that you, you don't usually have, but, you know, you can create one for yourself. I do urge you, urge you to do that as well. So get up at a reasonable time, you know, take it one step at a time, like waking up, getting out of bed going for a shower or a bath, going making yourself a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, having some breakfast if you eat breakfast. And then if you have working if you're working from home, do some work. Um, if you're not, be creative. Start creating something, start writing. Um, any hobbies that you have that you know you can do indoors, use them as something uh, use even think of it as like using it as a, as a working day. With this podcast, I, I I treat this podcast as I do my own my job. Um, I have a, a schedule for it. I'm very strict with the schedule. I have filming and recording days. I have. Um, I sit and edit them like it's a working day, and I, and I upload them every day, every Friday at the same time. 
Um, if there's something like that that you can do, that you can treat as work, um, then then use it, and uh, that you know that will help you make your day feel a bit more constructive. Constructive is that a word? Constructed <laughs> and creative. I was trying to say constructed and creative. Yeah. Um, and then you know when it gets to maybe three o'clock, four o'clock, or five o'clock, you can say that's the end of my working day. Um, and then you can chill out and play video games or watch film or watch TV or, you know, cook yourself something to eat, make sure that you're eating, that you're drinking plenty of water, tea and coffee. Um, yeah, routine is, it sounds so banal and sounds like I'm preaching to you, I'm genuinely, genuinely not. Um, I've just found it particularly useful uh, and beneficial to have a routine. Um, my husband's an early riser. I'm not not an early riser, I'm just not as early a riser as he is, <laughs> um, but he's been really good at helping me sort of get up earlier than I usually would, um, or at least get me up on time, because uh, before this happened, I if I wasn't feeling particularly good, if I didn't really want to get up, I would stay in bed until the late morning, um, and that's never never good not saying that you can't do that if you want to, I mean, I, I, there, there's probably a time sometime soon where I'll probably spend a lot of day in bed, even though I probably shouldn't, but I can feel it I can feel it coming, so we'll see what goes on with that. Um if you can help other people, that's something that you that you might find helps with your own mental health. Um are there are a lot of people urging for volunteers with the NHS and stuff. Um now if you can, I mean I know obviously you don't want to put yourself at risk of um breaking social distancing but there are a lot of places that are really wanting and needing volunteers hospices um, those kind of things care homes um, if you're able to do that that's another thing that you can treat as a working day um, you know going out and, and helping people um, or being online like being a person on reddit or on a forum somewhere um, that someone can talk to um, helping other people could really help you it has the potential um, it gets you communicating with people and it also you're helping somebody and that's never a bad thing so yeah I mean I, I hope I wish and I hope that this podcast is something that helps people um it's the reason I started it because I I've said this story loads of times but um I was listening to my friend JP's podcast and he really helped me not feel alone and that urged me to start my own because I thought if I could do that for somebody else um that'd be amazing because it was such an amazing feeling for me and I got such a good friend out of it um um if start podcasting <laughs> or start a youtube channel or start something you know even if it's you know even if you don't get many views I mean I, I barely get any views on these vlogs um I get quite a few listeners with the podcast but um it's something to do and it's something that's quite a good outlet if, especially if you're a creative person like me um, being creative and creating things is very um, cathartic for me. It's um, very soothing. Um, I never get stressed out with um, with doing this podcast. I never get stressed out with my job. Um, I get a little bit stressed if the filming doesn't go right because obviously I want it to be perfect. Um, but it's something I genuinely enjoy doing. I'm very, I'm, like I said, I'm a creative person and creating things is, you know, really therapeutic for me. So... <sighs> Yeah, I mean, these are all the things that I'm doing and uh, that I've thought of to help with mental health, you know, talk to people, not being afraid to reach out to people, being kind to yourself, like, don't beat yourself up if you spend a day not doing anything, if 
you're physically, mentally, or anything not up to being that person, don't be hard on yourself, don't be cruel to yourself, let yourself have a day or two where you're just, you know, you know, at work sometimes people take mental health days, do that as well, take mental health days, look after yourself, you know, do things you want to do, like if you want to stay in bed all day and watch Netflix, or you want to play video games all day, if that's what's going to make you feel better, then do it, you know, there's no one there saying that you can't, um, and you know, mental health days are urged by a lot of people. Um, my only thing saying is just make sure you don't slip into sort of a quite a sedentary sort of state of being that's perpetual because that's never going to be uh, good for your mental health like staying in bed all day for you know a week or longer isn't going to help with if you have depression or anything like that um, anyway I think I've rambled on enough um, like I said these are just things I'm doing uh, to help with my mental health I'll check in with you guys next week. Um, I this one these these this podcast isn't gonna always be about um, you know this social distancing, self isolation, that kind of thing. Obviously, it's part of my life. It's part of everybody's life at the moment, so it's obviously going to be mentioned. But next episode, so the episode after this, I'm hopefully having a guest. It might be my husband. We'll see. I just thought I'd do one that was a little bit different, just to sort of shake things up a little bit so yes thank you for listening I hope that you enjoyed this uh, like I said please feel free to get in contact with me if you need someone to talk to I'll leave all of the links and stuff in the description box below um both podcast and the youtube channel and yeah stay safe guys I hope you are doing okay and keeping yourself safe and well bye